Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. You asked for it, and I am so happy to deliver more shortcut dinner ideas. I know we are all busy in the fall and coming into the holiday season, and you asked for more of my favorite ways to use rotisserie chicken. I talked about the rotisserie chicken at Costco in my Costco episode and the rotisserie chicken at Whole Foods, which is what we typically get in my Whole Foods Grocery Guide episode. We buy a rotisserie chicken at least a couple times a month to use as a shortcut or a meal starter. And in today's episode, I'm going to share with you all the ways you can use a rotisserie chicken for easy dinners. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Rotisserie chicken is probably the most versatile and cost-effective shortcut you can use for your meals, at least when it comes to proteins. It's why I love it so much. Like I said, we grab a rotisserie chicken from Whole Foods probably two times a month, sometimes more in really busy seasons. It's inexpensive. The ones at Whole Foods are like seven to eight dollars, I want to say. Their organic ones are a little bit more. So it's up to you which one you buy. I think they're only five dollars at Costco and they are bigger at Costco. They're not organic. But 
They're very inexpensive overall for an entire meal's worth of protein. Often, we will just grab a chicken and a salad kit if we need a really simple dinner when we're coming home late from an activity or typically when we're coming home late from a mini road trip. So if we're traveling for a regatta with my husband and older daughter, sailing regatta, and we're traveling maybe three or four hours, oftentimes we'll come back on a Sunday night because the kids have school on Monday. One thing that we do most often is just stop at Whole Foods on our way home or pop into Whole Foods no matter what direction we're coming from, grab a chicken and a salad kit, and that is dinner. But other than that, rotisserie chicken is an awesome option to use for easy meal prep as a meal starter for so many meals. So I want to share with you over 20 ways you can use a rotisserie chicken as your protein for your meal prep or as a weeknight meal starter. As always, I'll link any of the recipes that are on my website that I share here in the show notes as well as any other recipes that I might recommend from other websites. And if a recipe is mentioned and it's not on my website or another website, then it is likely in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you have not joined us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, you've got to come in and at least try it out for a week free. If you wish this podcast came with a weekly meal plan with seasonal recipes, a grocery list, and meal prep tips each and every week so that you you had a meal plan done for you or just inspiration for your own meal plan every week, or maybe if it came with a recipe vault of over 115 family-friendly real food recipes with gluten-free and dairy-free options, all delicious and easy to prepare on a weeknight, well, it can. That's the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. It's why I created it. It is an extension of the podcast. I also share quick tips, bonus podcast episodes, live cooking classes, and so much more. So if you haven't checked out the cooking club yet, it starts at just $3 a month, but you can get a week free and try it out. So any of the recipes that I mentioned here that are not on my website, chances are they are in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. So that's at patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris. All right, let's dive into a ton of ways you can use a rotisserie chicken as your meal prep or a meal starter. All right, the first one easy enough, is to turn it into a salad of some sort. I already mentioned grabbing a chicken and a salad kit as a really simple grab-and-go dinner. You're getting some nutrients in there. You're getting some protein. It's pretty much everything we need. Sometimes we'll serve it up with like garlic bread, but usually we're not even getting that fancy. It's just salad kit and chicken, and that is dinner. I also love rotisserie chicken in my DIY Cobb salad with homemade ranch. That recipe is in the cooking club. The ranch recipe is on my website. This is one of my family's favorite base meals. So we have the salad base and I lay out all of the ingredients, the hard cooked eggs, the bacon. Usually I do green onions, some tomatoes the dressing. Actually, sometimes I'll put out a couple dressings and then some chicken. I'll oftentimes use my perfect pan-seared chicken for this, but rotisserie chicken is a great substitute. I will lay it all out. Oh, blue cheese and red onion. I forgot about those two. I'll lay them all out and everyone can pick and choose. I've talked about this one here on the podcast before, and they can kind of make their own salad, dress it as they want to. And my kids usually go back for seconds and sometimes thirds. They love this dinner because they can add their own ingredients. But I know that they're getting a base of greens, so they're getting in some nutrients in that way. And the chicken is a great, the rotisserie chicken is a great 
protein option, especially if you've already prepped the bacon and the hard cooked eggs, maybe during meal prep, it simplifies it even more. We also love a great chicken Caesar salad. So you can make a homemade Caesar dressing, serve it over some romaine or some kale in the fall, make some homemade croutons or buy croutons and add the rotisserie chicken to the top of that. A Greek salad with chicken added to it is great as well. I love kind of a classic chopped Greek salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, red onion, some red wine vinegar, oregano, and olive oil, some sea salt. That's pretty much all we do. Typically, this salad also has bell pepper in it. My kids don't love raw bell pepper in salads. They'll eat them by themselves. I don't know, but that's that's what we do. And adding some chicken to that is a very, very simple shortcut dinner. Rotisserie chicken is great to add to any grain salads or quinoa salads as a protein boost as well, like my almost autumn farro salad or any of my quinoa salads on my website. My kids love quinoa and quinoa itself has plant-based protein in it. But if you want a little bit of extra protein, rotisserie chicken is a great addition to that. And then we also love making chicken salads during our meal prep. So I will shred up the chicken from a rotisserie chicken and turn it into either a cucumber dill chicken salad, my wine country chicken salad, a curry chicken salad. My maple pecan chicken salad is great in the fall time. It definitely has fall vibes to it. And I just shared a buffalo chicken salad over on my Instagram. That one is super good. My husband was very sad when there was no more leftovers for him. So that's a great one to use rotisserie chicken for as well. So First one, salads, super easy. Sticking with super easy, let's talk about sandwiches or wraps. Again, you've got your chicken all shredded. You can use this for easy lunches all week long. Like I mentioned, the chicken salad, you could turn that into a sandwich or a wrap. I shared a copycat chipotle chicken avocado melt on my uh, Instagram feed last week when I was doing mom or two weeks ago now when I was doing my mom lunches series. These are so good. I use my homemade Chipotle ranch, but you can use whatever Chipotle mayo primal kitchen makes a good one. And uh, I just like to toast up some ciabatta. You can use gluten-free bread if you want, and then add that Chipotle ranch or Chipotle mayo to it. Add some avocado, the rotisserie chicken, a piece of Gouda cheese, and then press it in the panini press. This would make a great quick dinner if not for lunch for you during the week. You can take that chicken and turn it into a chicken Caesar wrap. You can buy a pre-made Caesar salad kit, or you can use some leftover Caesar dressing from a chicken Caesar you might have had for dinner time. I have a quick shortcut recipe I did this summer on my Instagram on chicken Caesar salad wraps. I mean, there's really not much to them. It's just tossed romaine with Caesar dressing and then some chicken. I used the I'll do red bag chicken, but rotisserie chicken works just fine. And then some Parmesan cheese and just wrapped it up in a wrap. It's very tasty. And it was it's one of those things I forget about, but I really enjoy it. You can take that shredded rotisserie chicken and turn it into barbecue chicken. So toss it in some good quality barbecue sauce, turn it into barbecue chicken sliders or barbecue chicken sandwiches with a slaw. So you can whip up a really quick coleslaw with just some mayo, apple cider vinegar, Dijon mustard, salt. If you want it sweeter, you can add some honey, whisk that together, toss it with the slaw mix, and then put that on top of your toasted bun with some barbecue chicken. You can do the same with buffalo chicken as well. 
Buffalo chicken is super easy to make, so I just mix Frank's Red Hot with some melted butter, a little bit of onion powder, a little bit of garlic powder, whisk that together, toss it with the chicken. I would love this with some buttermilk ranch dressing, maybe some crunchy slaw on top of that as well, or some celery slices. I would do an oil-based slaw for this one. I do a honey lime slaw with my tacos, my fish tacos usually, and so it's just avocado oil, lime juice, lime zest, and honey, and a a pinch of salt. That would be really delicious with the buffalo chicken, maybe some buttermilk ranch, maybe some blue cheese, that contrasting, crunchy, hot, sweet. That would be really delicious. And as I'm saying this, you could also do like a hot honey chicken sandwich type vibe as well if you wanted to toss the chicken in some hot honey. Maybe add some crisp lettuce, a great mayonnaise, or ranch dressing on that as well. I also think that would be really delicious with some pickles or some pickled onions on top too. So sandwiches, wraps, really great way to use rotisserie chicken. Tacos, tostadas, and quesadillas These are kind of interchangeable when it comes to ingredients. You just need some sort of a tortilla or a tostada shell. You can bake your own if you want to. They're very simple. I just broil them. I uh, spray corn tortillas with some avocado oil spray, sprinkle with some salt, and just broil them for a few minutes, flipping halfway until they're nice and crispy. But you can buy tostada shells as well. And you could do corn or flour tortillas or my favorite, the Siete tortillas. We'll either do the uh, almond or the cassava flour. And that's our go-to for tacos because we try to avoid too much corn for my older daughter and husband who are sensitive. So you could do a quesadilla. You could do refried beans. You can do along with the chicken. You can obviously want some cheese in your quesadilla as well, but you can do the same on a taco, same on a tostada. You can do regular beans, pinto beans, or black beans. You add in any of your favorite taco toppings. So maybe that honey lime slaw, like I mentioned earlier, maybe some guacamole or avocado, shredded lettuce, tomatoes, fresh salsa. The sky's the limit. There are so many things you can do with tacos, tostadas, and quesadillas. This is one of our favorite, like just what is in the fridge? Do we have some pickled onions? Do we have some ingredients to make a pico de gallo, which is literally just tomatoes, onions, cilantro, jalapenos. It's so easy to make. We'll whip that up. Oftentimes, I either have my chipotle ranch or my cilantro jalapeno ranch, which my younger daughter, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, she calls it yummy sauce. It's not too spicy. It's very kid-friendly. And we'll drizzle that on top of any of those. I also love to drizzle it on top of nachos. So that would be another one that's great Nachos are one of our favorite family meals. If we're going to maybe sit down and watch a game together, we'll spread out the nachos on a bit or the tortillas, tortilla chips, I mean, on a big baking sheet. They have uh, black bean or white bean tortilla chips at Aldi that are great or the Siete tortilla chips we'll use as well. Those are grain free. And then we will spread them with sometimes refried beans, whatever protein in this case, rotisserie chicken and some sort of a bean cheese. I'm a big fan of the double layer method. So you put some cheese on first, then your toppings. We'll do salsa. We'll do roasted corn, jalapenos. So then I put another layer of cheese on top, bake them 
or broil them until the cheese is nice and crispy. And then I'll top them with maybe some cilantro and maybe a drizzle of one of those sauces I mentioned as well. Not maybe, usually a drizzle of one of those sauces, maybe some fresh salsa on top. Very simple. And it's a really fun, feels kind of fancy dinner. Not fancy, but it feels like a takeout type dinner. But I mean, it's basically the exact same ingredients as tacos, tostadas, or quesadillas. It just, you know, it feels a little bit more fun. On the Pan-Asian side of things, you can make a really simple chicken ramen using the chicken, the rotisserie chicken. So you can buy a really high quality ramen broth and ramen noodles, or you can buy a kit of ramen noodles. I love the brand Lotus Foods specifically for ramen and they have gluten-free options as well. I love the Momofuku kits or the Omsom noodles as well. Add in that shredded chicken for some extra protein. And I should clarify the Momofuku and Omsom are not ramen. They're like saucy noodles and they're so good, but that's an option there too. Also a really quick pad thai. You can use the rotisserie chicken for pad thai as well or a pho pho. <laughs> so kind of I say pho pho because your true pho is made with a consomme, which takes a very long time. It's a clarified broth. And to be honest, I don't even think I made consomme when I worked in restaurants. I think the only time I've truly made consomme was in culinary school. So it's not something I make often, but that's one of the reasons the broth when you get good pho is so good. So I would use a really good quality pre-made broth or your own homemade good quality chicken broth. And then you can add in your pho ingredients. So your rice noodles, Thai basil, spicy peppers. You could use jalapenos, whatever spicy peppers you want to use. The rotisserie chicken, bean sprouts. Serve it with some lime wedges and a lot of sriracha. That would make such a good, quick, cozy dinner for wintertime or fall, as we're in now. In the same vein of flavors, chicken stir fry or chicken fried rice, so easy. I love starting with a base of sesame oil to get that sesame flavor in there. If you're doing fried rice, leftover rice, frozen vegetable blend. I love sauteing up some mushrooms in the sesame oil before adding in the rest of it. And I also love doing sesame oil, green onions, ginger, and garlic if you want to get fancy. And it's not fancy, but it, it'll come together very quickly no matter what. And then add in that rotisserie chicken towards the end. I like to add in a couple of cracked whisked eggs, a little bit of soy sauce. Very delicious, very simple. My family loves stir fry. I have recipes for leftover beef fried rice and I keep mixing up fried rice and stir fry. We'll get to stir fry in a second. Leftover beef fried rice and leftover shrimp fried rice, both in the cooking club. I believe the shrimp fried rice recipe is on my website as well, but you can use chicken in place of those. And then the same thing with a stir fry. I would literally just do the same exact thing, but instead of the rice, use some prepackaged stir fry vegetables. You could use a stir fry sauce or you can just choose to use some soy sauce in there as well. Top it with whatever seasonings you want to, maybe some sesame seeds, maybe some chili crunch, maybe some sriracha. So and serve that over rice or by itself as well. So very simple to make, which is what we want if we are using a shortcut anyway, right? To switch gears a little bit, 
I love stuffing sweet potatoes with all of the proteins. Um, but really, I love stuffing sweet potatoes with barbecue chicken or barbecue pork. I actually shared this in my slow cooker episode, which was last episode, that I love doing a barbecue or shredded chicken in the slow cooker. But the same thing works with rotisserie chicken. You can just toss it with a good quality barbecue sauce, just like I mentioned the sandwich. But instead of making it in a sandwich, you can toss it or place it on top of a baked sweet potato or regular potato works as well. But we like the contrast of the sweet and the smoky and then a creamy slaw. I love some chopped green onions on the top of this as well. It makes a really delicious dinner, especially if you meal prep the sweet potatoes ahead of time. So those are done and you just have to reheat them. That makes it even easier. You can also make them in the instant pot as well. Before I get into the rest of my ideas for using rotisserie chicken as a meal starter, we're going to take a quick break to hear from this week's sponsors. All right, friends, I need to be honest with you for a second. Of all of the healthy habits I have and I've developed over the years, the hardest one for me is drinking enough water. But I know the importance of staying hydrated for my health and my energy as a busy mom when I'm on my feet all day in the kitchen and as a runner, especially since we moved to the South. And I also care about the kind of water I drink and the kind of water my family drinks. We moved last year and I was shocked to find out how many contaminants are in the water in my local area. And I knew I needed an easy solution for clean, actually tasty drinking water for myself and my family. And that's where AquaTrue came in. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing, which was really important to us because we're renting right now. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. Its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IA. PMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs, known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That is less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste, which living by the water is really important to us. In addition to drinking water, you can use it for your coffee, for your tea, and for all your cooking needs from boiling pasta or blanching veggies to making stocks and soups. Not to mention, the water actually tastes so good, I find myself actually wanting to drink more water. And it makes me feel good knowing that my family is drinking clean water, free of contaminants, and I love that it's super portable. We will for sure be bringing it with us on our travels next summer. And because I know if you're like me, you want to make sure you're making the right purchase for your family, AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift as we come into the holiday season. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code HEALTHYMAMA at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code HEALTHYMAMA. All right, continuing our conversation on all the ways you can use rotisserie chicken, let's talk about soup. 
Well, of course you can use it for soup. It's rotisserie chicken. Soup is always the number one thing I think of when I think of having rotisserie chicken on hand. But there's more than just chicken soup. Obviously, you can make chicken soup. You can make my comfy chicken noodle soup. White chicken chili. That recipe's on my website. That is a fan favorite and a family favorite. You can make creamy chicken and wild rice soup. That recipe is coming to the cooking club this fall. Copycat Olive Garden Chicken Gnocchi Soup. That recipe is on my website. You can use rotisserie chicken for that instead of cooking the chicken at the beginning. Chicken pot pie soup. That recipe is in the cooking club. That one is a favorite as well. Or a chicken tortilla soup. Another recipe that's coming to the cooking club later this fall as well. Enchiladas are another one of my favorites to use with rotisserie chicken. My green chili chicken enchiladas are a favorite, or you can make red chicken enchiladas the same exact way with red enchilada sauce as well. You could even turn this into a chicken enchilada skillet if you don't want to go through the process of rolling all of the enchiladas. You can make it into a skillet. We normally bake ours in the oven. So that is a favorite in our house with leftover rotisserie chicken. You can also turn any chicken curry into an easier chicken curry by using rotisserie chicken instead of chicken that you pan sear. If you want to make it even simpler, like I talked about in my fall shortcut meal idea episode, you can also use a pre-made curry sauce for this, frozen vegetables, make it even simpler. A chicken pot pie is also something I talked about using frozen vegetables for. You can use a pre-made pie crust or in the cooking club, we have a recipe where you use biscuits. You can make your home your own homemade biscuits or you can buy biscuits. Annie's has a great brand of the biscuits that you like pop out of the tube and you can get it at Whole Foods or most health food stores. And there's also a version of organic biscuits at Trader Joe's as well. So I love a biscuit chicken pot pie and you can use the rotisserie chicken for that. If you've never made homemade summer rolls, I love these as an easy lunch. Rice paper wraps are very, very easy to, you basically just heat them up. You pour boiling water over them or dip them in boiling water, and then you carefully add any of your toppings in, and rotisserie chicken's a great one to add to that. So I love doing things like cucumber and avocado and sliced carrots, julienne carrots, you can also do some jalapenos if you want it spicy. Mango's really good in there as well. Roll them up and then dip them into your favorite sauce. A peanut sauce is traditional and really good in this, but I also love just a sriracha mayo. So just some sriracha, mayonnaise, grated garlic, not grated, minced garlic, and some lime juice. Really, really delicious for a lunch or for dinner. My kids really like to help me make those as well. You can use leftover or a whole rotisserie chicken to add heft to pasta dishes. So any of your baked macaroni and cheeses, I have a broccoli cheddar chicken pasta recipe in the cooking club or a creamy kale pasta recipe in the cooking club. And you can use rotisserie chicken for either of those. It's also great in lasagna, especially if you do a white lasagna. I'm not, I don't love it with red lasagna. That's me personally, but it is great in like a roasted vegetable lasagna or I have a pesto lasagna, pesto white lasagna in the cooking club. It's a skillet pesto white lasagna and you can add in the chicken along with whatever filling you use, you know, the ricotta, in this case, the ricotta and the pesto to add some extra protein to that as well. And speaking of casserole type meals, I have a chicken quinoa and broccoli casserole in the cooking club. Similar to that broccoli cheddar chicken pasta, just in a different way. Or if you want to do a chicken and rice casserole, that rotisserie chicken would work really well in that too. It just saves you that one extra step that's 
typically pretty time consuming. You could also use rotisserie chicken on top of flatbread or a non pizza or a French bread pizza. Many of the ideas I shared before, like buffalo chicken or barbecue chicken, chicken and pesto, whatever you would put with chicken, you can put on top of a pizza. So you can do sauce or you can make it a white pizza with some garlic oil. Shred that chicken on top and add your favorite toppings. Pop that under the broiler for a couple of minutes and you have a really simple shortcut dinner. And last but not least, in bowls. I love rotisserie chicken in bowls. Bowls are one of our favorite family meals. We love a peanut chicken bowl. So if you want to make some peanut sauce and do spring rolls one night and then do peanut chicken bowls a different night, I have a winter chicken bowl in the cooking club with some roasted butternut squash or sweet potato, some cranberries, Brussels sprouts. I like to serve it over farro or brown rice. A buffalo chicken bowl is really good too. We can toss it with buffalo sauce. Apparently I'm really into buffalo today. Uh, Buffalo chicken, that is, not the animal buffalo. But I do love a good bison burger. In any case, buffalo chicken's a great one. Any bowl that you would use chicken for, you can use rotisserie chicken. My only rule with bowls is that you serve it with a darn good sauce. It's not a bowl without a sauce, in my opinion. So throw it on top of a bowl. It makes a really great base meal. Similar to that DIY Cobb salad, you can put out the base you know, being the same for the whole family, or maybe even have different bases. And the protein is the one thing that stays the same. You have different toppings and your family can mix and match and make it their own. My family does this a lot of the time. I'm not a huge fan of rice. So I will typically have something else like a cauliflower rice or a quinoa. And my family will have rice as the base to the bowl. So that one works as well. You could also do this with teriyaki sauce and toss the chicken in teriyaki sauce or barbecue sauce. I have a delicious barbecue chicken bowl in the cooking club as well and a teriyaki chicken bowl. And they use a different type of chicken, but you could use the rotisserie chicken in their place. And that's another place where you can use those shortcut sauces as well. Okay. I just gave you, I said over 20, but I have 17 bullet points here and like 15 points underneath. So we're talking over 30, closer to 35, 40 ideas where you can use rotisserie chicken as a meal starter. So I really hope this week you're going to grab a rotisserie chicken at Whole Foods or whatever grocery store you get your rotisserie chicken from and you make an easy dinner next week with a rotisserie chicken. A couple tips before I go on using rotisserie chicken. It's easiest to shred when it's warm. So shred it when you take it out, like when you bring it from the grocery store, immediately shred it, put put it into a container, let it cool before you put it in the fridge and you can use that in whatever meals you're going to use it with. Be careful when you're reheating it. You don't want it to dry out. So soups, things like that, you can put it in closer to the beginning, but otherwise you want to put it in closer to the end and make sure that you are using the leftover bones for broth. Like I talked about in my slow cooker episode, it is so easy to make chicken broth with some carrot, celery, onion, and or veggie scraps, maybe some garlic, fresh herbs. Add that to your slow cooker with the bones, fill it to the top with water, cook it overnight. You have a delicious bone broth or chicken stock, whatever you want to call it. There is a slight difference, but I use them interchangeably. Don't come at me broth stock, it's your soup starter, right? And I love having it on rotation in the fall 
or winter. So I want to hear about all of the ways you use your rotisserie chicken in meals. Head over to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast Instagram page. Let me know under this episode how you like to use rotisserie chicken in your meals. It's at Healthy Mama Kitchen Pod. Or better yet, if you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, Patreon just released chats. So if you have the Patreon app, which you should, it's free and it is the easiest way to access everything in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club other than the recipe vault, which you will get access to as well. But everything else and links to all the recipes, things like that, they're all on Patreon. So the weekly recipes. Everything's very, very easy to access. They just released chats. So we have a general chat where you can ask me any questions that you might have, connect with other people in the community. We now have a food photo chat so you can share the recipes that you are creating. And I just opened up a podcast chat where we can chat the different episodes, share our different ideas amongst each other so we can all kind of join in together and discuss the episodes, which I'm super excited about. So if you have not joined the Healthy Mama Cooking Club and you want weekly meal inspiration delivered right to your inbox with seasonal recipes, grocery list, and meal prep tips if you want to make it your meal plan, plus cooking tips, community shares, access to our recipe vault like I mentioned with over 115 real food recipes. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, you can try it out for a week free and then it starts at just $3 a month. So you can check it out. Come and join us. See what it's about and check it out for a week. And if it's a fit for you, then you can join us. You have the option to access bonus ad-free podcast episodes, monthly cooking classes, and a mix and match seasonal family meal plan with make-ahead breakfast, lunches, and family-friendly dinners. So head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to join in on the conversation and try out your first week free. All right, friends, I hope you found this episode helpful as usual. If you haven't yet subscribed, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. You'll never miss an episode. Next week, we are going to dive in to talking the number one thing that is going to make you a more efficient cook. You might know what that is, but I'm going to I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to tell you exactly how I create recipes. Well, not how I create recipes, how I cook in my kitchen in the most efficient way possible. And it doesn't have much to do with knife skills. Now, that does help. But this isn't about knife skills. This is the number one thing you need to do to make you a more efficient cook. So definitely come back next week to hear that episode. We have some holiday content coming up and lots to prepare you for a Healthy Mama New Year. I can't believe I'm even saying that because we are into November now, which is just absolutely crazy. But I'm here for you with all of the stress-free tips around family meals. So until next time, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.